Now, before we talk about anything else, we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Lumify. Don't you just love when someone looks at you and says, what were you up to last night? Well, no matter how late you were up the night before, Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops can help your eyes look more refreshed and awake. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute to help your eyes look brighter and whiter for up to eight hours. No wonder it has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. You won't believe your eyes. You know you can trust them, though, because they're made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, and they're backed by six clinical studies. Eye doctors trust them too. They're the number one recommended redness reliever eye drop. The one and only Lumify is an amazing drop that will have people saying something's different about you in the best way possible. So check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. That's LumifyEyes.com. Thank you so much to Lumify for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week we are celebrating the historic 2020 election results. We share our thoughts on the results, where we were, how we celebrated, we discuss the Republican Four Seasons total landscaping debacle, and we review the new Kylie Minogue and Little Mix albums. Stick around, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag psychobabble. Five, four, three, two. Actually, what's that? I had to yawn, I think. I was just, I think <laughs> something about you made me think I had to sneeze. Oh, we're really in sync. You know what? We're going to use it. We're going to even use the countdown because I think the countdown was beautiful. Hi, Corey. Hi. If I do end up sneezing, it's your fault. What Are you, are you supposed to look at the light? If you want to sneeze, you look at the light. If you look don't want to, if you want to sneeze, you look at the light. But if you don't want to sneeze, you look at something green. Did you know? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I, when I have to sneeze, I don't really try to stop it because I feel like it's one of those, you know, you, if it's going to happen, it's going to yeah. happen. It's, it's, you have so few brain cells left. Anyways, you don't want to sneeze them out by trying to fight it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't fight the moonlight. So, <laughs> Hey, Can't Fight the Moonlight really had a comeback last week. Uh, that mega mix that was put out is great, but the one song that I've been loving is the one that's uh, Loving You Isn't Really What I Was Supposed to Do. What is it? It's, Excuse uh, me? Oh my God, I sent it to you. Uh, let me find it. I will find <laughs> I will find it. Um, well, the Can't Fight the Moonlight remix, I, I thought she really, okay, absolutely. Timeless classic bop. Timeless classic bop. Yes, it is. Um, no, the right kind of wrong. Have you listened to the Leanne Ryan's Dave Odd? I think that's how you say it. Right kind of wrong remix on Spotify because if you sent it to me, I'm pretty sure I added it to my playlist. Oh, it's good. The mega mix was good, and then he just did that song, and I thought, yeah, that's what I wanted. So thank you. Well, um, we'll get some music because I do have a couple <laughs> albums that I do want to discuss. I want to talk the Kylie album. I want to talk the Little Mix album. I don't know if you listen to either. Well, I guess you'll find out when we get to that part and discuss. Okay, but first and foremost, Corey, I think we need to celebrate. <laughs> oh my God. I just wanted to call you and be like, eh. 
Um, how are you feeling? Oh Let's my see. god! For the people that don't know what we're celebrating, what are we celebrating? Bitch, everybody knows what we're celebrating because the whole world is celebrating with us. Corey got laid. Oh my god! I wish. Uh, no, that's not it. It felt just as good. Really? <laughs> I, Orgasmic? I, I would had you say? as many multiple orgasms. Oh. Nice. Oh, oh. <laughs> woof. <laughs> well, both situations call for a lot of cleanups. So yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump's no longer going to be our president. Yeah, Can that's you delish. Well, I mean, okay. So as of uh, the time that we're recording this, it was a long, long Tuesday. It was multiple it was, days long. I was like in a dream state for five days. All every day blurred together. I finally had to start playing Animal Crossing again uh, because I just needed a mind distraction. I get that. Yeah, I wanted to think of anything else because when I was watching the news, it was like, breaking news, key alert update. And then Nothing like, new to report. Maricopa County. And Which the- I guess I knew was coming. It's like the news needs you to think it's on the brink of being it yeah. at all times. I saw that CNN um, said it was... They had five of the biggest 10 viewing days of all time they've ever had. So, like, that's why they dragged it out. (laughs) Right. Right. Like, they don't want to call it a second before they have to because, bitch, you are giving them ratings. Those poor reporters. I'm like, are you even sleeping? How much? They're not poor. How much Adderall did they have? Oh, I have to say, the the first night when I was watching, the guy that was like, uh, swiping through on his extra large iPad touch of the map. He was, I, I know Adderall when I see Adderall, (laughs) honey, he had, he had crushed it up and maybe even snorted it. Snorted it. (laughs) He had to be alert. Yeah. It had to be awake. They knew they were in for a long night. Key race alert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, I I got it. I understood that he was snorting his Adderall off of a key. And he, well, it could be any snortable at this hour. Oh. Um, I I got to say, uh, uh, people really pulled it out. Thank you to everyone who voted. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. Thank for Thank you people. to everyone who didn't feel discouraged, um, even though Trump wanted you to feel like your vote didn't matter. Thank you to the people who had hard conversations with their family members and maybe changed one mind or two minds or three minds. The last day of the election, um, I was like, you know what? I feel so stupid just sitting here watching CNN. I need to like get on a volunteer thing. And I was making calls in Michigan and uh, it was, it felt so good to talk to people and they already knew they wanted to vote, but then I just would remind them like, okay, well, while you're voting, vote down ballot blue. Here are the people you want to make sure you fill in and blah, 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 blah. They were like, okay, thank you so much. And I'm like, this feels yeah. good, productive, doing the thing. And I, I feel like so many people came out of this election feeling like, oh, this is a really good feeling. And I want people to remember, like, you can have that feeling every time there's an election mm-hmm. if you get involved. Absolutely. And we're going to need these same amount of people to vote in the next time and in the midterms. And everyone needs to stay as motivated and remember <laughs> what it was like and what we can't let ourselves go back to. And I I, I know we were like uh, probably really just uh, our expectations were so low. And so when Biden finally uh, went up on stage with um, Kamala. Yeah. The, and gave their speech, 
it was like night and day to what we've experienced oh for the last God, four years. I know. Well, actually, we'll get to that. Where were you when you found out the news? I was. Uh, that CNN called it. I was just laying in my bed. It was weird. I woke up Saturday morning like at five on the dot for no damn reason. I mean, I know the time change has like messed up my schedule that I'm still adjusting to a little bit. And I'm usually a pretty early riser. But I was just for some reason wide awake at five on Saturday. It was as if my body just knew something was coming and to be up and ready. <laughs> So I was in bed. And you were just, you're just scrolling. I was in bed. I was scrolling. Um, I heard my roommate had been like kind of up and around, uh, but I don't think either of us had really like seen each other yet. And then I think we both saw it at the exact same time and kind of ran out of our room. Um, we were like, oh my God, we just have to see what's going on in the city. And we like opened our front door and just started wooing and yelling. And then all of our little neighbors on our street started opening their windows. And I mean, it was really uh, nice because yes, I live in San Francisco and yes, it's a very like liberal bubble, but like the neighborhood I live in is a lot of families and it's not a lot of people that are necessarily my age. And so for us to kind of, and it's not like we really know any of the neighbors who live on our street. So to like open the windows and doors and just come out and start yelling and then everyone did. It was like all these parents with little kids and like there's an old woman who lives next to us and she opened her window and started cheering and she was like crying. And like that was nice because it was all like adults. Like I, I feel weird saying that, but we're definitely like the youngest people who kind of live where we do. And so to see people older than us um, kind of cheering along with us, that like that was what I don't know was exciting. And then we just I I went to get my run in immediately because I knew I wanted to be out in the city and just kind of watching. Oh my god, that would be such a fun run because I'm sure everyone. Was oh my god, no! And it's like I did it within like. 20 minutes of it being announced and so I was like oh my god I'm not gonna wear headphones I've got to just run and see what everyone's doing and see what everyone's saying and I ran through my neighborhood and yeah people were like blasting music from their windows all the cars were honking their horns people were just like wooing and ringing bells and like the city's energy was just instantly like uplifted and just felt so magnetic. And then, yeah, I came home and showered and Stephen and I walked down to the Castro just to kind of observe and just feel the energy and see, I don't know, just to be with people and celebrate and feel uplifted and lighter. And and like we did the damn thing. Yeah. I, um, I feel like if you, if you had been watching and listening, maybe if you like listen to political podcasts or if you listen to like, uh, vote save America or pod save America. If you follow along, you know, a lot of like political commentators or people that follow polling and things like that, you kind of knew the direction it was going, even though it was like at a standstill, there were a lot of people talking about which counties still had to report their mail-in ballots and things like that. So if you were really tuned in, you kind of had an idea that like, okay, this is going the direction we want. We just have to be patient but a lot of people that aren't necessarily as tuned in probably were a little bit confused and easily susceptible to like people like Trump being like, oh, where are these new votes coming from? Trump and Republicans made it a system where many states regulated counting votes so that mail-in votes were counted after Election Day votes. That was Republican-driven uh policy so that it would appear as if Biden votes that or rather mail-in votes that lean really Biden heavy because Trump for two months said, do not vote by mail. We can't trust mail. 
would seem like where are these votes coming from? So it, I understand if you're out there and we're like confused by the whole process, it just know every vote is being counted and there are people watching all the votes getting counted. Nonpartisan people. Sides, yeah. Yes. And it is a, a, a process that you can trust and, um, a process that does take time. It's like, if you want to be, to get an accurate count, it's, it does take time. No election no has all the votes counted on the day of the election in America. That's just impossible. I just don't so, understand how anyone could think that like counting 150 million votes is going to be like a simple task. You know what I mean? Any of the yeah. people who were complaining about it taking long is what I'm saying. I was, uh, I mean, there are a lot of wins to celebrate, a lot of losses to learn from, um, the House remains in Democrat control. The presidency was won by the Electoral College and the popular vote, which is a relief because it's like, okay, well, girl, there's no arguing both those facts. Uh, the Senate is up for grabs. Um, as it stands right now, there are two Senate runoffs in Georgia, which means because the Georgia Senate elections that happened this year uh, both of them did not meet the criteria to declare a winner, which is more than 50% of the vote for that candidate. Both are getting runoff elections, which are kind of just like a, a little do-over election in January, which means we have less than two months to organize and volunteer and make calls and write postcards and make the, you know, the conversations happen that need to happen um, to win those Senate seats. And those two Senate seats are so important because the one person that blocked so much of what Obama wanted to do during his presidency was Mitch McConnell, who was in charge of the Senate because the Republicans had the majority in the Senate. And so anytime something that was progressive came out of the House and went to the Senate, he blocked it because he had control of the votes and he had the majority of the votes. So if we win those two runoff elections in Georgia, those two Senate seats get us to 50 Democrats in the Senate, which would be a complete tie in the Senate, which means we wouldn't have complete control because it's 50-50, but every tie vote in the Senate gets decided by the vice president, which is now the one and only Kamala Harris. Oh my God. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Discover. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Thank you so much, Discover, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, which is Apartments.com. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else, so finding the perfect place is easier than ever, and so is finally moving in together. Just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely, uh, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom, and you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner, and... 
They might even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them. Because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet so that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Um, Let's talk about Kamala. Oh, my God. Um. That's a lot of my friends that I still like keep in touch with from like home and from high school and college are all female and it's, and they all have kids now and they all have daughters. And I was just was talking to a lot of them the last week and talking about how important and how historic it would be like even before uh, they were declared the winners Um, and just thinking about their kids and the conversations they've had with their daughters about what this means and that sort of thing. And when I was sitting there watching uh, Kamala Harris's acceptance speech before Joe Biden went on, it was like, I was thinking like how important this is for so many young girls. And then I was like sitting there thinking, but at the same time, like our friends have never seen a woman in this position. Our parents have never seen a woman in this, in this position. So that was it's just so funny because that's what I was thinking of was like how important it was for young girls. But I'm like, even people our age, this is so historic, so incredible. I loved seeing, um, I was on this uh, hashtag on Instagram and it was all pictures of parents had taken of like their little girls in front of the TV screens watching. Um, I saw like a collage post of them and they were all so cute and it was just I don't know, so important and so exciting. And yeah, just talking to so many of my female friends, like I said, who are our age and like what it means to them and and the kind of conversations it allows them to now lead with their children. I mean, yeah, the it is a it is definitely a landmark moment. You have somebody who is the first woman of color as uh, vice president, um, the first woman as vice president, the highest elected official who is a woman. Um it's huge. And yes, we have so much to celebrate, but also the relief of Mike Pence no longer being <laughs> the vice president. I, I think a, a lot of the terribleness that is Mike Pence gets covered up by the ridiculousness that is Trump. But Mike Pence is dangerous. Mike Pence has always been dangerous. He was the reason for the largest HIV uh, outbreak in Indiana mm-hmm. uh, when he was, I, what was he, governor there, I think, I or something. so, yeah. And when he was in control of a pandemic response type situation, and now he's in charge of the pandemic in America, I mean, the thought of getting somebody who believes in conversion therapy out of the vice presidency is is important. Like that can't be overstated. Like the fact that the vice president supports conversion therapy, that is a travesty to America. And so to replace him with somebody like Kamala, um, who I, who I loved in the primaries, who I thought brought a lot of incredible ideas and conversation to the debates, um, is really historic. And then you had uh, Biden's speech. What did you think of that? I loved it. And it's just so funny because it's like he kind of gave three speeches throughout the week. You know, it's like he gave the the keep the faith one Tuesday night uh, as they were still counting. And this was before 
um, as you said, any of the mail-in ballots were counted before Michigan and Wisconsin had officially flipped. Um, he kind of gave that keep in the faith speech. And then same thing. He, he gave one, what was it, Thursday night or Friday night? Um, but yeah, to just like sit there, no matter if you voted for him or not, I just don't understand how anyone can't see the huge difference in just the language he uses and, and the conversation he leads in wanting to to bring the party together. And I mean, that was so much of his focus is like, let's work together. Let's do this. And it's like, I just, I like I said, I just don't understand how anyone, if you were watching that and you were upset that Trump lost, how you could still be mad Unless you've just gone like full conspiracy theory and believe everything they're pumping out on Fox News that it's just going to become a socialist nation and and all that. But I don't know. It, it's just it's such a huge difference between the type of leader we've had for four years and the type of conversation he would have and the bullying he would say and the all of that. It's just light years apart. Yeah. I mean, when you think about Trump's acceptance speech when he won, it was not unifying. And all I could get from Biden was like, he is willing and ready to be a president for everyone. Not once did he mention Trump. It's it's very like, okay, that was behind us. We are moving forward. And while Trump has still yet to concede officially, he's still acting like it's still up for debate and encouraging his supporters to donate to him for his legal battles in the courts and blah, blah, blah. Even though uh, the Trump post-election legal battles, they have lost 10 out of the 10 legal battles that they've brought to court so far. They've lost all of them. So like they have no standing to go on. That's the nice thing about what they've been saying all along is they, they, we knew all along that this was going to happen. So a lot of these, all of these states knew how under a microscope they were going to be. So I've loved seeing the attorney generals for the states and the, the secretary of states and the governors get up there and be like, listen, we had like, I think it was in Pennsylvania. He was saying, we had a fucking live stream. You could watch the people count. He's like, we had them complaining that they wanted to be closer. So we moved them from 10 feet away to six feet away and nothing changed. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I think there was a, Almost a little frustrating, but relieving change of coverage of Trump, where I think in the the final day of all this, the media was kind of like, we're not going to just repeat the lies that you're doing. We're not. And when he Trump went on to do a speech that all the networks cut him off because it was just nonstop lies. And it's like, I wish that energy could have been happening for the last four years when he's spread tens of thousands of lies and they were just repeating it, but I guess um, it is what it is, and we're moving forward. <laughs> um, I I think I'm most immediately relieved that um, it, Biden has already announced the lineup for the people that are going to be spearheading the COVID uh, response team, and it's nobody that I recognize. It's no names of Bidens. There's no nepotism. <laughs> there's no uh, celebrities from uh, Celebrity Apprentice or anything. It's just like scientists and doctors who like are professional and ready to get shit done. I'm, I'm so hoping that with all this time before he is uh, sworn in, they're able to really nail down what our nationwide response is going to be like, I have, I mean, I have high hopes for what 
he could do for COVID because it is so out of control. Every single day is a new record broken of how many new cases there are in America. I think I mean, this weekend there was 120 something each day, 120,000 new cases each day. I fantasize about January 20th. He says, okay, bitch, everyone, you had months to fucking get groceries. Now we're locking your fucking doors. Everyone's staying inside for two months, whatever it has to be. And like, we just get through it. I don't know how else we get out of this. You know what I mean? Don't you just think like we stay inside for one month and that's it? It could be that simple. And And um, nobody pays rent. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there could be a rent freeze. There could be a bill freeze. There could be a, I mean, he's the president. It's, they could decide to do something huge if they wanted to. Um, So we'll see what happens. I, I, have faith. I think uh, I look back at um, Obama and his message kept going back to hope. Uh, and when you were talking about um, Biden's speech, it made me realize his is all about faith. Yeah. When he was waiting for it to be done, it, it was keep the faith. And then I loved the last sentence of his acceptance speech was, now you've kept the faith, now go spread the faith. Yeah. And I, I just got chills even thinking about it. It's like, yes, Biden was not my top pick. A lot of people love to say that, like about, you know, oh, I never, that was not my number one, but like, cool. That means nothing. That's who it is. That's who the president is. He is a world of difference from Trump. Anybody that says the two candidates were anything remotely similar is delusional. Um, Change can only happen when you have somebody in power that even listens to their constituents. So we have to celebrate this. And I, I am really... Uh, hopeful and I feel positive about the direction that we're about to go. I feel like we were on the brink of like bad news bears, bitch. I mean, can you just uh, like all the other countries were like shooting off fireworks because he lost. Yeah. When the world is celebrating that you lose your job, I kept seeing that post go around. I'm like, well, bitch, I, I almost, That 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 must suck. <laughs> that uh, must suck. No, I loved all the pictures of his like car coming back from fucking golfing on Saturday, I mean, how, Friday, and everyone's flipping him off. How on the nose that off. he was golfing? How on the nose that he was wasting tax dollars to the very last I minute? Know. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh my God, my favorite. I think my favorite part of all of this, the Four Seasons Oh my um, God. Oh my God. How does it get better than that? It was it was straight out of Veep. It was, and it, I'm rewatching you could Veep not write. right now. So am I. So am I. <laughs> um, you could not rewrite, or you could not write a better, more tragic, hilarious ending to the Trump presidency, other than. So what had happened was they were trying to book the Four Seasons Hotel to have a press conference uh, to whatever dispute what's going on or what spread whatever lies they want to do, and they accidentally booked the Four Seasons Hotel or the Four Seasons Landscaping. What is it? Uh, Lands- <laughs> four, four Seasons Total Landscaping instead of Four Seasons. Hotel. Well, because Four Which, Seasons Hotel wanted nothing to do with him. I th- they tweeted they tweeted it. That you th- well, yeah, I saw that. But do you think it was an accident on the Trump side? I I, I honestly uh, do. I do too. But I'm just like, how d- when someone figured it out, and like, <laughs> how did they not scramble to fix it? It was. I must have been too. I mean, they you were and I've been a million in situations where we've had to scramble to figure something out, and I felt like we did a better job. Yeah, if you look at the pictures of the Four Seasons total landscaping uh, residence, it is next to a dildo shop. It is across the street from a um, crematorium. Crematorium. (laughs) It looks like a strip mall, but worse, dirty. Uh, (laughs) They they slapped some like Trump paraphernalia all around, and then um, Rudy Giuliani gave a speech next to like a fire hose. It was. It looked. So it looked tragic out of and Veep. sad. It literally looked yeah. straight out of Veep. I feel like I've seen that episode. It was um, a glorious, terrible ending I s- to their shit show. I saw someone say, like, if that had been in LA, it would have been like booked at the Staples Center, but then just out front of a Staples. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? They booked the Ritz Carlton. It's actually in the Ritz section of Crackers at, at the, uh, pavilions. Pavilions, mm-hmm. yeah. Is it's there a Ritz? Perfect. Is there a Ritz section? Is that your favorite cracker aisle? Well, it's next to the Goldfish. The Goldfish section is huge. Well, there's Do lots. Do you know that how many sections or how many um, types of Goldfish crackers there are? I've had Goldfish pretzel crackers. I'd like to try that. Good. It's scrummy. <laughs> I want to put it out there that every single piece of shit that worked for Trump is going to start scrambling to distance themselves from him. Even his fucking kids. Uh, There were already reports that uh, Ivanka and Jared Kushner were trying to tell him to concede. Bitch, that is fucking PR spin. They want you to think that they are on the side of democracy when they were on board for fascism, sexism, homophobia, Islamophobia, racism, all this shit for four years. So any type of distancing you're about to see in exchange for like compassion or a second chance, or they want to, or maybe if they even do a tell all book deal or they're going to get on dancing with the stars. No, we are not about to allow any of these people a second chance because this is no, you, we know who they are. And I think um, that stain should be on them and on their LinkedIn for a long time. Do not give these people Bitch, time of day. If Do not buy their memoir. If what's his face can go on Dancing with the Stars, then I the, swear to God, then they're all going to be up there. I'm not doing that. We're not doing that. Can we not do that? I mean, I know what's happening, but I don't want to do they're that. They're going to reboot The Apprentice. 
I would like to vomit. <laughs> I would like to puke. He's just going to ter- make his own Fox. He's just going to make his own Trump news, Fox news channel. Well, I've already start- started to see people. Uh, Don Jr. 2024. I I have bad feelings about. I don't. I'm not talking about that yet. We're not talking about that yet. <laughs> we're celebrating. We're, you know what? We are celebrating what we're celebrating. I woke up and I was laying in bed and I started to hear the screams out in the street and I. It was just. It was beautiful, and I went um, with some of my friends down to West Hollywood, and um, people were dancing in the streets. Yeah, I I brought some champagne and I like spritzed it everywhere. It felt very nice and celebratory. But you know what I loved the most was that it felt safe. Even though we were like out and there were a lot of people out, everyone, everyone had a mask on. Absolutely. Everyone. Same. Um, and no, everyone was outside. Nobody was like doing this, you know, rallies indoors like the Trumps do. It felt like a world of difference, not just of like behavior, but also energy. It was all like celebration, not gloating on like, you know, uh, being a bully. (laughs) Yeah. It it just felt good. And so, and we were talking about it as we were walking away from the celebration afterward, we were like, it feels so good to feel good. Like light. That's what I said. It just felt like this weight lifted this, like, I don't know, a safety net. Like our pair, we all got our parachutes back. Mind you, we still have so much work to do. Mind you, like the Senate is still up for grabs. Mind you, tr- Biden is very uh, centrist and, um, you know, not as progressive as I would like him to be. I don't know where you all stand, but I would like him to lean a little bit more progressive. So that will take work and that will take pressure. But I think today we celebrate, tomorrow we get back to work. I love that. I guess I really feel like my sneeze is close now. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> You've been edging for I've 30 minutes. I've been edging this sneeze for minutes, days, I hours. Get Hey, congrats, Michigan, for going blue. That felt really good. How did you feel about our home state? I mean, here, here's the thing. Like, the last time it was fucking, uh, aside from 2016, the last time it was even Republican was, like, uh, 1988. It's just, like, I've seen people ranting and these conspiracy theorists being like, how did six typically red states all go blue? And I'm like, well, fucking keep Michigan's name out your mouth because Michigan's been a blue state almost the every every election since I've been born. So get and your if, facts straight. If you're asking how these swing states went blue, you're not paying attention. There are people on the ground who have been mobilizing for the last four years in organizing, volunteering, and signing people up to register to vote and doing the work. And when you look at the which um, communities in all of these swing states went the most blue and pushed those states over the edge to become blue. It was uh, people of color. It was um, it was native D- Detroit people, Atlanta's, Philadelphia's. Yeah, I saw a map of Arizona that had all the like native turnout. So if if you're wondering how all of this happened, bitch. Tune in a little bit closer because it's it's easy to see if you pay attention that the organizers are doing the work. And when I think about like, OK, if you want to get involved now and um, help with uh, 
the Senate runoff in Georgia, look to who has been doing the work so far. And that's people like Stacey Abrams. That's organizations like uh, Fair Fight. Um, there's a lot of different resources that you can get involved in. Say you want to do something from home, you can make calls. That is a game changer. There's a um, there's a uh, organization on Instagram called Voter Forward, I think. Um, I'm going to find it. But it is a organization where you can um, write postcards and have them sent to voters in Georgia. So like handwritten postcards, which make a huge difference for like human to human interaction, especially during coronavirus when people are stuck inside. Um, that could make the difference of if somebody turns out. Absolutely. Keep so. doing the work. And all the other only last thing I was going to say about Michigan was when Trump won it in 2016, it was by like 12,000 votes, 11,000 votes. People acted like all crazy, like Michigan's a blue state again. I'm like, pay the fuck attention. We've always been a progressive state. The The organization that I was talking about is called Vote Forward. It's V-O-T-E-F-W-D.org. FWD.org. Love that. Um, but yeah, you can sign up to write letters to voters. And I think that's a really great way for if you are uh, not 18, if you are out of state, if you want to make a difference, imagine hosting a little um, postcard making party with your friends on Zoom and you all sit there and hang out and write postcards. What a, a fun way to reach people that need to be reached. And let, let me tell you, the Republicans know this is their last shots to stop any action that they can with Mitch McConnell. So they are organizing right now. And if you think they're just sitting there letting us take the win in Georgia, it is not happening. You need to get up and get involved. T. So that's that. I was just going <laughs> to say, so when they're on their Zoom hangouts, filling out these postcards, should they be listening to the Little Mix album or the Kylie Minogue album? Oh my God, I would say put it both on shuffle. Add both of them to a playlist. <laughs> They're so good. Like so every which one have you listened to? Neither. What? Bitch, I had a long ass weekend. Honey. I was What about what about the Sam Smith album? And I only listened to one song, but I like the one I've listened to. I mean, to be fair, I've listened to like six of those songs because they've all been like slowly released from Sam Smith. Well, you'll feel the same way about the Little Mix album. The first like five or six songs you already know. Well, but see, this is what I was going to say about Confetti is like breakup song is my fucking jam. Holiday always has been my jam, but like I didn't really like any of the other like pre-singles that they dropped. And I was going to say, I didn't even know the album came out until you said it at the start of the podcast. Well, bitch, you got to go listen. I liked Happiness, though. I think that was a pre-single also now that I think about it. Um, Confetti is really good. Um, what other ones do I like? I like Not a Pop Song, Sweet Melody, but a lot of those, yeah, were the pre-release songs. The Kylie album, bitch. I added, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of the songs oh my to my playlist. Well, and I noticed it was a long album, but I will, I, I am due for a long run today because I did short runs all weekend because of the celebrations and the news. So my intention was to go run like six to eight miles and listen to the whole Kylie album through while I was doing it. You're going to love it. It's, it is straight up disco, high energy. I think there's only two slowish songs. Um, but I, it is, I think it's going to be up there for like with Aphrodite for me. It's that good. Oh, 
Well, thank you for informing me, my little brain. Of course, my sweet angel. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I just wanted to th- thank all of the, like we said at the beginning, like thank everyone who voted and had conversations and put the work in. And I hope you were able to celebrate in like a safe, accepting uh, environment over the weekend, or at least have some one-on-one conversations with close friends to to kind of celebrate. Because I know there's people who live in areas where, or who still live with their parents who were big Trump supporters. And if you were excited that Biden won, you probably didn't get to say a whole lot. So... So I hope you have a little dance party on your own, even if it's just in your your bedroom. Do it right now and know that we're dancing with you. I know. One of my friends said that they had like a college friend who lived in Florida and it's like none of her, all of her family and everyone was Trump supporters. And when Biden won, she had to get in her car and drive to a Target parking lot and cry and FaceTime with her friends because she couldn't celebrate with any of her family. But I'm glad she was able to celebrate oh. with friends via FaceTime. Whew. Um, well, I... Uh, I had a lot more to celebrate and talk about, but we are running out of time. So I made a video that's uh, going up as of this video goes up. That's all of the big wins that I wanted to celebrate from this election, whether it's like the rainbow wave of, of candidates that got elected, the ballot measures that were successful, um, all the things that we should be really grateful for, because it was not just a Biden win. There was so many progressive stuff that got passed. And um, so if you want to hear more from me, I made a little video about that. Uh, but that is all. I think uh, I think that's all the time we have for today. Corey, where can people find you? You can find me, you know, dancing in the streets, baby. Okay. <laughs> you you can find me at the Four Seasons la- Total Landscaping. <laughs> Doing what? Helping take down posters. Um, it, honestly, it looked like a it, it looked like a place that I've definitely peed in while drunk at like three a.m. You know, when you're walking yeah. home and you're like, mm-hmm. it, it looked like. So maybe I'm peeing. I could. On I feel, some I feel leftover like, Trump sign. I feel like I could hear dogs barking in the background when I saw that picture. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Like a chain link fence around a lawn that needs to be mowed, and a dog barking. <laughs> Okay, keep the faith, baby. Just spread the faith, baby. Okay, spread them cheeks, honey. Okay, well. Okay, bye. (laughs)